for the hello, for the greetings, good day, good way. Happy now space. Greetings. The chat is open with the warm, warm welcome. Yes. Yes, Enrique. Warm, warm hyphen greetings. Colin, Rachel hyphen Dara, Colin Prince here with you guys on this day in the now space. What's the now space? Well, the now space is right here. That's all we've got. That's why they call it a gift, present. (laughs) But we call it the now hyphen space. So we're going to talk about the claim of the life on today's call. We're on about somewhere floating through the September 19, 2023 space, if you want to put an exact moment on it. And we are going to get a little bit into some of the timelines of the bankruptcies of the former United States and how that all transpired and connected in with the performances of Chief. It's very valuable to comprehend this timeline in order to, and to fully comprehend kind of the concepts behind the bankruptcies and how that all ties into what Chief did and how that moved us into a different paradigm because it, as you guys have may have listened to some of the other broadcasts that I have done, there is, there's some unanswered questions that we all have about like, even the moon, (laughs) is it real? Is it a spacecraft? Is, you know, is it a planet? What, What is that thing in the sky up there? As well as if we're in some sort of a simulation or if the if someone's pushing a button and every 200 years or what have you, things reset or what have you. I am working through all of this just like you guys. In my mindset, there are questions that I still have. I know there's questions that Chief still has. And by the way, gratitude to the postmaster hyphen general colon Russell hyphen J colon gold for the reason of which we are all gathered here today in this now space. And the more closure we start to get, the the more we start to come out of this, this mental lapse that we may have had over hundreds of years where maybe we were quote unquote, reset or set new into this world, just like samples of maybe you've seen John Levy. I'd like to give a shout out to John Levy on his YouTube channel. Talks a lot about the old buildings and how it looks as though we were inheritors, heritors, founders of the old civilization that had been going on a long time prior us. Whether or not we went down underground whether or not that was planned, whether it had all been planned out, whether or not the earth is, goes, you know, we've heard about catacombs underneath cities and whatnots and whether or not that goes layers and layers and layers. I mean, how many layers does it go deep? And I mean that metaphorically as well, because how many times over has this planet been civilized and had people living in it, founding different 
eras and different time periods and just creating their world on top of that world and on top of that world and on top of that world. And so in that sense, heritors of founders of old civilizations, how long has that really been going on for? And not only that, but how long has the, the grammar game, the word spell, the fiction games, frauds of confusing people with words and contract on contracts and in contracts, how long has that been going for on for we, when I did also the podcast on the tower of Babel and are we in the tower of Babel too, or are we, has that all been remedied with the functions and performances by the postmaster hyphen general Colin Russell hyphen J Colin Gold. So these are questions that we still have. I don't know that we're going to answer all of these on this evening's call, but what I can say is that we are going to at least give some closures on the timelines from the concept of the, this concept of the birth of a nation. You know, we were supposed to be America, so to speak, was supposed to be a, a, a new country, a new world where the old was left behind. And instead, what we find is that that is not necessarily the case at all. In fact, the founders of it, Mason or not, were Freemasons or not, were actually most likely in on it, in on the fraud that they were perpetuating, the contracts that they knew were created in a debt position to make it so that we thought we were free, a free people for the people, by the people, but not really because we were under contracts that were put put into a debt position and uh, money was taken and there were stipulations on that on borrowing that money and keeping that going and that was that was a, a, a collaborated or a simulated forced event every time it went back into bankruptcy this country it was because they needed it to be in in bankruptcy in order to take that debtor position in order to keep those contracting terms like the constitution or the bill of rights or the declaration of independence of no pendants of no writing all those were just almost seemingly paper <laughs> right paper, wet dreams, wet ink dreams, because they, they had terms and we had to be a bankrupt uh, position in order to actually have those terms be somewhat true to have our freedoms. But how can any debtor or slave, how can any debtor have rights? It doesn't make sense because you're owing something to someone else. And so it's, it's a conundrum juxtaposition and it doesn't necessarily make sense uh in in the mind of of somebody looking back and saying oh our, our founding fathers were trying to do something good for us well yeah maybe some of them were but the other ones didn't know that they were folding in the rights all these contracting constitutional rights rather amendments and declarations into a debt position and so i think that is the that is the the main takeaway that I want to convey on this night, because it just doesn't make sense when you hear all the truthers talk about 
the constitution because they're missing something. They're missing this key piece. They're missing the piece about money. They think money, they think rights and freedom was free, but really it was, it was paid for, bought, sold. And then, so we need to take a step back every time we start to hear some of those truthers on their podcasts and podcasters and influencers talk about this concept, please comment on them and say, you're, you're missing a key point here. And this is my point for this takeaway for this call is to articulate or to be able to articulate, because I'm by no means the expert in this. I'm learning too, just like you guys, but to actually be able to comment to them and say, you're missing a key point. Yeah, we had the constitution and yeah, it stood for things that we wanted when we were in that debt position. When we, when, when the, the America, when America had been in a debt position, we had certain rights that were beholden to the fact that we actually had to be in a debt position. But then once that contract was up or once those terms were up, just like any contract, once the, once, just like if you're living at a location for five years and your contract ends after five years, you don't live there anymore. You don't have the rights as a renter at that place anymore. And that's what we're saying happened here. Trying to make this as clear as possible because I've been documenting as a quote unquote journalist or just as, just as, just as a broadcaster of trying to get down to the nuts and bolts here of what actually happened from my documenting in the documentary films I did on, on the postmaster hyphen general. I'm still trying to gain clarity on this and from my comprehension of going over it and over and over and over and, and keep on asking and trying to get different chief to, to say it in different ways. And then finally just doing my own searches and, and, and also my own um, like, if you write things down, we do a lot of videos and if you write things down, like it starts to become more and more clear. And if you start broadcasting or talking about it, it becomes more and more clear. Right. So the more that I have done this, the more I have really started to comprehend what it is. So when you guys are, so that I can convey that to you, and then we can start commenting on these truthers, pod, influencers, podcasts, and say, look, <laughs> you know, yeah, we had, it was all nice and, and I mean, it, maybe it was supposed to be good and, and meant, and they meant well, the founders of this country, but it was, it was rolled into a debt position. It was rolled, we had, rights and and fundamental principles that were rolled in at the same time we borrowed money we borrowed money as a nation to get this whole thing kicked off and going and the declaration of independence bill of rights those were the what was kicked off in 1775 that was what was contracted upon and then of course chief says it always takes one year one day three days notice that that brings us to 17 July 4 1776 and at that time the constitution wasn't there yet so it was that July 4 1776 declaration of independence and bill of rights and that was what what chief's calling the day of the slaves because we it took a year. Nobody contested it. It went through just fine a year later and a few days. And yeah, we got our, we got our debtor position. And so we needed to pay that back. And 
then that brings us to a few of the domestic bankruptcies that we kept in a perpetual state in. So two seven-year bankruptcies. You can have three seven-year bankruptcies, but the reason why we were doing bankruptcies is so that we could stay in that debtor position because he who was footing the bill, the other countries, I guess it was what, you know, France, Europe, maybe Spain, I don't know. Uh, sorry, uh, England, Spain could be, have been, those I think are the primary ones, France and, and England he talks about. Yes. And in, 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 in my documentary, Piercing Dynasty, you can read more about that. But the, the 1789 brings us to when we, we paid off the original debt that we borrowed to get the country going. So that was 1789. Then we, we brought in the constitution. So, but then we went into that debtor position again, seven year, seven years is a domestic bankruptcy for seven years. And then at the end of that seven years, we went into it again. So 1789, 90, 91, 92, 93, 94, 95, 96. I'd have to get my, somebody do my math for me, please. Let me look at my little video here. I have it. We're starting a timeline. I'll have this available for you guys soon, but I don't have it quite done yet. Okay. So it's 1775 plus seven years of 1782. Okay. So just keep in mind that we still don't have the constitution yet. So I skipped one. So we, but we did have, but we didn't need that first bankruptcy allotment right there of the seven years. Then we had another one. 1782 plus seven years is 1789. And then 1789 is when we had our constitution brought in. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, there you go. Enrique's put it in the chat. So it's first, it started out as seven, Maria. So we did two seven year more uh, bankruptcies, but we could, <clears throat> we could have gone for three seven year bankruptcies, but we chose to move for whatever reason to international best bankruptcies. That's when we chose to move to international bankruptcies, which are a lot allowed, uh, three international bankruptcies and and then, and then after that, you're not allowed to contract anymore. I mean, it makes sense, right? It's international contracting law. So in 1789, we went under a 70 year. We moved from inter, from two consecutive domestic bankruptcies and then moved it into international bankruptcy. Why is this relevant? Well, because again, like I said, two things. One, we moved from domestic to international bankruptcies. You can't go anywhere else from there. I mean, you can only have three international bankruptcies and then you can't contract. As a, as a nation, we couldn't. I don't know what they were going planning to do after that. They were planning to pay it off. And then second, um, the other thing to keep in mind is that 1859, they had paid off the, the debt, but they went into it again. Okay. And I don't know who knows, maybe the international bankers and whoever funding it, the government, the England or whoever said, oh, no, you're going to have to move into an international bankruptcy. Who knows what they said? We don't know exactly. But they moved them into a 70 year, maybe because it was a longer time. They were like, oh, we need the nation needs more time to, to be bankrupt. Right. Instead of seven years, seven years wasn't enough. It was like now they're like thinking long term here. 
So they moved them into this international bankruptcy, which means they were still debtors. America, the country, you know, formerly known as the USA. So they moved into that 70-year bankruptcy. And then they, they went into 1929. That brings us to 1929, 70 years, eight, 17, 1859 to 1929, which is interesting because around 1929 is when you hear a lot about like, at least with John Levy and his podcasts on YouTube, like that, that that's kind of when between that time period was when they like, we, we refound, found new our, uh, locations all over the world like that's when there was like a lot of uh like in 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 this country there was uh already well they said that they built like capitals you know cowboys without electricity built capital buildings downtown capital buildings like in cheyenne wyoming i mean (laughs) crazy stuff like in tacoma washington like they they built these incredible dome structures that were like impossible to build with all that granite and marble. And they're saying they built that with like no electricity and no cranes and horses and buggies. Okay. Well, the theory, especially with John Levy is that they didn't build them. They found them. So that's the piece where I don't quite comprehend where that fit in or not. Um, but let's just keep continuing with the bankruptcies with this 1929 bankruptcy. The, thing to comprehend about it is that the U.S., former U.S., was about to pay off their debt again and come out of their debt position. Well, the IAM, I don't know if it was the IMF, but the, the international bankers were like, oh, you think you're going to come out of debt? <laughs> we'll see about that. And then they crashed the stock market. And then this is all from my comprehension of what happened and talking with Chief. They they crashed the, the stock market again and made everybody go through that whole, um, that crash. So of course, what they have to do, well, they had to sign up for another 70 year moratorium. They had to sign up for another 70 year bankruptcy. They needed to be debtors again, because otherwise the international bankers or the the families, whatever, they weren't going to allow the U.S. to get away with that. They didn't want them to be free and clear and start their own thing. Not saying that they would have known how, but because uh, they would have to set up their contracts again all over again, including a constitution. But either way, they went into debt again and in and made it through, you know, the Spanish flu and all those other crazy things that they were trying to do. It's almost like the families were or whoever, the globalists were just like not as powerful back then, but everybody else was very naive and poor and or, you know, again, questions about like how did all these amazing Tartarian and just incredible structures and buildings get built up all around the this former US continent. I mean that's just a question alone. If people were impoverished and sick and barely living and didn't even have, you know, barely any running water. So it seemed like all the cities were already set up, but they and then of course they had these world fairs and these amazing um amazing structures that they called temporary. I mean, you guys just go to his J-O-N-L-E-V-I, just start watching some of his stuff. There's, there's other people who, who do, who do talk about this, but uh, for him, I find somewhat pleasing with his voice and his, the way, his outlook. So 1929 brings us to another 70 year debt situation, essentially brings us to 1999. Now, 
That is the interesting piece. The interesting piece of the 1999 70-year moratorium and the end of it. And they, there had to be a couple of different conversations going on. One, you, you could visualize Chief and Dave talking about this and, and them just covering what actually was going to happen at the end of 70, at, at the end of 1999, you know, they're like, Oh my God, what's going to happen. You know, I could see them having conversations about it. Um, once they figured it out, of course, but cause, cause chiefs already confessed that he didn't know right. Oh, right. When the Florida Chad scam, scam happened at 1999, right. When they pulled the, right. When they vacated DC after the election and it sig- symbolized them vacating their position in as a government in 1999 after that election term there that he like right at the 2000 cusp he realized he i mean he didn't realize it before that when he had done his performances and i'm going to go into those in a little bit but can you imagine what he predicted it he talks about that with his grandma he predicted there wouldn't be an election and blah 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 well all of that could you imagine what he was thinking when when that really happened. So let's break that down a little bit because it's a lot that happened. So let's just just go through this in our minds. Let's just say, okay, guys, I'm just talking to you guys. Hey, we're going to come out of bankruptcy. We're a nation. We've got, you know, all these these things set up, but we're going to come out of bankruptcy. And when we come out of bankruptcy, we could do a few things. Well, and you ask, what could we do? Well, we could, uh, you know, let the let the American peeps know that <clears throat> we're finally out of bankruptcy and that we need to re-up all of our, our, con- our contracts, all the Constitution, the Bill of Rights, all those things. We just need to make sure, is this what we really want? And then we'll put it into action again. Or we, there's another plan that we have. Ha, ha, ha. Of course, the evil plan. And the evil plan <laughs> is, hey, guys, you know, on, on second thought, that seems like too much work. <laughs> that seems like too much work. Let's just go rogue. <laughs> they said, let's just go rogue. Who cares? And in order to go rogue, though, because there's no way that we're going to be able to have this all organized and set up and nice and clean and come clean with the the American peeps, there's no way that we're going to be able to do that. Uh, It's just too messy, too hard. No one will get it. And so let's just go rogue and, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll kind of come up with this scam. But in the meantime, we'll stick to our fiction timelines and we'll see if we can get our asses out of Washington, D.C., vacate and, you know, figure out how to create an entire scam around this event. I mean, it almost seems like more work, quite honestly, than just to come clean. It's kind of stupid in my mind, but then, you know, we're the sane ones. 
So that's what they did. If you can believe it, they went rogue. So I hope that that piece right there makes sense to to you guys about the it gives you guys the gist of what is happening with these contracting rights and and the rights that you that we that people think that they had cuz my goal here is not just for me to share this with you but for you to be able to be in a position where you feel co- confident and comfortable about sharing this with your friends your family your uh, go do your own investigations. Yes. I saw someone here post when, uh, where can I find this? Where can I find the, the, the stuff on the bankruptcies? I don't know. Go to the libraries, start asking, uh, your, your go start going to bookstores. A lot of, I hear from a lot of claimants. Oh, you know, where is this on the website? Well, okay. It is up to on the website to an extent, but at the same time, chief did had to do his own investigations. And so we're, you know, we're in the same boat here. We're going to have to go out and be the investigators and I can't do all the work. I mean, I, I've done my, I do my best. I I've done the two documentaries. I'm really trying to get the facts out of his, of chief's head, but you guys have to be that force for the world as well. Be the change you want to see kind of thing. You know what I'm saying? So bring it forth too. When you do find the facts, when you do find the books, when you do are able to search and don't just look on Wikipedia. I mean, Wikipedia is part of the problem. And yet it's also made things very handy. But if we read into it, we can see all the lies. And who knows? I mean, you got some agents just sitting there behind a desk so are like oh i changed um i changed uh you know the the, the state capital in in dallas the other day he's like oh i changed uh houston <laughs> i mean who knows who's who's you know it's it's the whole uh ruby slippers wizard of oz behind the curtain it's like And I heard that Stu Peters talking about this the other day with Laura Loomer and Laura Loomer, God bless her heart. She just isn't getting it. And, and the the right self-righteousness and granted, I, I'm in the same boat guys. I, we all are, we, none of us are really, really in the know, but when I hear them, them defending, fending that constitution and I'm just like, Ooh, God, are, why are they so sure? Why are they so sure? It's scary to hear them do that because they could get themselves hurt not only because they don't have a claim of the life and they're not positioning themselves as a fact outside of the fiction, but because they are defending, fending that position so hard and they don't realize that they're wrong and that the fiction is actually correct in their wrongness about there not being anything, although they're not saying that. And that's that's because there's no accountability. However, at least with the truthers, at least with the... The fluencers, they're going to have to start coming to terms with that pretty quick. They can't keep hiding and defending them, everything behind that constitution. And that's, that's the piece where, that's the piece that's, that's hard for a lot of people because they love quoting that amendment one 
amendment, you know, getting behind all those amendments. Do we have a constitution in the now space? There is a, so let's get, let's, so now let's start to talk a little bit about the performances that Chief did to coincide with the bankruptcies. We did talk a little bit about how his grandma was like, and I've said before, she was, he told his grandma, there's not going to be an election, grandma, in, uh, the, in the 2000, because he knew what he had done. He knew that he had already filed for the copyrights on the flag. And he knew that he had already filed that in. He knew he had already quote unquote captured the flag, claim, put a, put a claim on it. And then, like I say uh, uh, before as well, like caught him with their pants pulled down because remember they went rogue. So while they're planning their escape route, he was planning on the fortification of of a of a not just a nation. It started as a nation with the flag, but but then it expanded into global uh, a global performance because a, a, a total takeover worldly because he had a flag, and then when he changed it all grammatically because they were operating in fictitious grammar and grammar fraud words saying nothing, a Babel language from the Tower of Babel. I mean, it's like fill in the blanks, people. <laughs> they were babbling. And so the fiction is babbling. They're not saying anything. We can't quantify or qualify the spoken word. You can't, I mean, you could hear me say one thing. If I'm just saying it to you, you could hear me say abracadabra. And another person could hear me say Mickey Mouse. So we can't verify that. So the only way to do it was to do it in in a grammar that was based on facts, kind of like a math equation. And that is uh, repeatable. That is a universal law. That is something that is, is uh, for lack of better words, undisputable. So, and that's not just open to subjective interpretation. And this is a very key piece. If you guys need to go back and listen to the audio save, I'll post it later. But this piece right here in this, we're about 40 30 minutes in is really valuable to listen to over and over because he took that, that babble language and he, with their quantum grammar in the now space, because when Dave, his business partner brought in this, this language to, that would potentially change the world, Chief needed, he brought in the now space because Dave was doing it in past and future tense. And the genius part about it and, 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 and gratitude to, to bringing in that language in the first place to Dave, but he didn't have all of the pieces. And that's where things shifted when it was brought into the now space scenario. It's like having an equation, a mathematical equation that doesn't quite work. And, and you can, you know, that's what scientists love about each other, what have you, because they help each other get the equation right the mathematical equation, right? And so Chief was able to do that by bringing it into the now, because all we have is now, we, and all we're creating is now now space positive performance where we're, we are, it's, it's like you ever have that person who just wants to complain about the past, about what isn't working, about things that aren't working. And it's like, oh my God, just <laughs> let's just move forward and and figure out how to do 
do it now and like move forward, like get over it. You know what I mean? It's like that. That's so frustrating. We need to operate and move forward. So give us solutions. This is solution based. Always creating an outcome, a solution. So if we don't have that, we get stuck up and held stuck and held up in the subjective interpretation opinions and things like that, which we're not trying to do. We're just trying to get to the facts. And that doesn't mean that we're not, we're trying to be robots. We're trying to be AI. That's not what we're saying. We're just saying that we're trying to have clear, crisp, clean, correct communication with accountability. And if something's wrong, we'll, we'll actually step up to the plate and fix it. And with whether we put something wrong in our contract and we need to correct that or whether we concurred on something with someone else, like there's room, where's wiggle room. Okay. This isn't, this is not, um, the, the, the good news is that that's the world that we're bringing in here with this, this venue, but with these contract, with, with this grammar now in place in the now space, chief was able to have a language have a constitution written in a language that creates positive performance and good uh, terms for the people. So if you ever wanted to see what the constitution looks like, I mean, you could probably take the old constitution and start trying to write it in quantum grammar. Not that you're going to write it like chief because he's really, really good, (laughs) but you can get the concept for it. Okay. You're going to see some of the things in the, in the constitution that might've been written in a way that could be open to subject interpretation. But what we're saying is that in the quantum grammar or correct communication, correct, correct sentence structure, communication, parse, syntax, grammar, performance, that it, which is also known as quantum grammar, that it is, it's a, it, it is a language or that the, the constitution was written in a, in a method for, for creating fairness, accountability, correctness, positivity, all those things. So with now, with this language, with this constitution, with this flag, the copyrights to the Title IV flag, with all of that in place, he was a solitary condition of the state. That's what they called him. He had his own world and paradigm. And when we say that he went and filed all of that at the, at the United Nations, it wasn't like he was going there and asking them permissions for it. He did this before the 2000 election, but he, he went there and he showed them what's up. He's like, y'all coming. I mean, he knew it. He's all, y'all coming out of a bankruptcy and I got the flag. I filed for it. I mean, he, I don't know, ask him how he figured all that out and the technical technicalities around it. I mean, that's, that's way beyond me, but I will say it's not like he went to the it's not like he went to the United Nations and asked for permissions. And if you're asking right now, someone asked, how do we withdraw from the IRS? Why don't you like go try to figure it out? Because if you're asking that question, I'm seeing right now in the chat, like if you're asking, how do you withdraw from a system that doesn't exist? Do you hear yourselves? And I don't say that to be mean, but I'm saying that we have been conditioned to be in a mindset that says that the fiction is actually valid. That's how, the, that's how everybody thinks. 
oh, well, how do I get out of this? Well, how do I not do that? How do I not drive with the driver's license? How do I, how do I put my car, you know, how do I not drive with license plates? The better questions you should be asking right now is why, where's your claim of the life and what are you doing with it? Because if you don't know how to claim your life, if you don't know how to be a fact, if you don't know how to be a sovereign, which most of us won't be, even with the claim of the life in the sense of from a monetary position, because you don't make your own money. I mean, you have things to barter with, yes, and, and trade, and that, that that creates some of the parameters for that condition. But I mean, as Chief says, like, you know, to be a full sovereign, you need you have to have your own money. So um so the better question is, what are you doing for yourself as a fact? And how are you programming your now space? How are you getting out of the mindset of being the victim to a system that doesn't exist? Because it's like almost like a figment of your imagination, but it's real. Because if you get pulled over, you really got pulled over. But everybody needs to comprehend that the, with with closure, with knowledge, with studying as a claimant, as a postmaster, with your claim of the life, there are steps to comprehending how to to navigate your world in that regard. But it's not just like, can you ask a question and get the answer? Sorry. I wish it was that easy. Because I can't train your mind. I can't make you comprehend the world and now space that you're in. If you're, if you're asking those questions to begin with, how do I get myself out of that? Well, I, I can't, I additionally can't say because I don't know what you're bringing into your world. I don't know what you're calling in. I don't know what you've created for yourself. I don't know where you are in your mind. I don't know where you are in your now space. So it's a very subjective question. But at the same time, the government went rogue. So, and all of its, uh, all of its subsidiaries, subsidiaries, hey, it's a big word, even though it's a no contract word, grammatically speaking, sub, subpar. So again, sorry, I got to plug in my phone here. So just keep that in mind. Keep that piece in mind. Chief, let's go back to 1999 for a minute. They recognized him as a solitary condition of the state, as a sovereign. He was the only sovereign. So he had his flag. He had his, he had his constitution. He had his, the language. He had money. He's a metallurgist. He can make his own money. So a true sovereign and all of these other fools out there weren't, weren't even sovereigns and they're trying to contract, but well, they weren't trying to contract. They were using the principles and timelines and all of the good stuff that, that they're bound to, but yet they, they've still gone rogue. And so all of these entities have gone rogue and chief's the only guy for the job. So they position, they move themselves out of, and now you can find pretty easily stuff online about the Florida chads. You won't see Florida chads scam, but you'll see, uh, you might see it in some places. You'll see it on 
the philosophyexanding.com, that documentary, we have it in there. But as far as Wikipedia calling it a scam, I I mean, I don't know that they're going to go that far. But you can find the Florida Chads and see how they made it all about something else. But what happened was when they vacated D.C., as Chief had predicted, it made him, it made him, it really, he, he, at that moment, he was like, holy cow. I, he's the only guy around for the job because he, he's the one that submitted his paperwork, syntaxed it, sent it all in and they were stamped on over his stamp, sent it back, made him postmaster general. I mean, all of these little, little things, these nuances that I'm not going to get into in full detail, we're going to come out with a video that's going to help you comprehend all of that a little bit more in depth. But basically, basically, he was the only one that had the, he got the, he got the job. He was the only one with the contract, the flag, the constitution. We had everything. It was all set up. So he then started to go and do his performances. And uh, it was a different, it was a different time then. It was a different period. There was, the courts were, he was in and out of the courts and he was doing things and he was going around the world, cleaning up, if you will, getting things in position. And even the Navy signed a, a treaty with him for the to lease the flag and acknowledge him and his quantum banking system and acknowledge that there was no there was no president there was no presidents there was no constitution there were no more any there was no more it was no more and giving him global security and things like that so i find it interesting how you saw this attack on Russell Brand. I mean, it was just a matter of time, but it's just so sad. It's like they're, you know, if you're, if you're going to be in the fiction and you're attacking them, it's going to attack you. That's what it's designed to do. That's how it was programmed. Fiction eats fiction. Pretty sad. As you've seen others get attacked and continue to do so. Look at the proud boys. Look at the, look at Alex, look at, Jones, look at um, Owen Troyer, look at all these guys who are just getting attacked and just heartbreaking. But at the same time, they, they just, they're relying on that constitution that isn't there, that isn't valid right now, or hasn't been for a long time. So... I'm looking at some of your questions in here, see if there's anything else that's uh, appropriate for, for answering right now. You guys are doing a good job of following your, uh, helping out each other with some of your questions. So, so why are courts closed? Does anybody want to give it a, a shot in the chat? Why are courts closed? 
Stand back, dog. Stand back. It's feeding time on this on these parts. Four forty four. You guys, some of y'all are saying martial law. The courts are closed because of martial law. Yes, Christopher, the Universal Postal Unit or Chief disqualified. Oh, wait. Oh, I see what you're saying. They disqualified the courts. Zacharias, this flag sets the venue and Chief owns the flag. Yeah, well, if you look inside the, well, there was a, mo- there was a time where courts were open. And they did, uh, in Last Flag Standing, you can hear a little bit more about that where Chief tried, he was court-martialing these guys in D.C. and they um, failed to show up and they basically, I can't remember the exact performance, but they helped to put us in a martial law position because of their lack of positive performance. And so when it went into that, um, up oh, there's martial law suspends contract. My Colin Michael says, and also Colin Zachariah says, you know, with that flag sets the venue, they don't have a flag. And it's martial law, so the courts are not able to contract, and they're doing so in a rogue way. Yes, Spinal, the fiction breached the piece that was there. And if you look inside the courts now, has these harvesting machines, and they're getting all of these, uh, they love, this is in Piercing Dynasty, you can see this, they're clearing houses and harvesting centers. So they, they're basically getting all of the January Sixers, all of the fluencers, everybody, they're, they're getting them into the courts. They're, they're getting their, uh, lawyers to operate on their behalf and keep things going. And everybody's getting paid on the rogue side and the lawyer side. And then these guys set up GoFundMes and then these People who have these gotten sentenced to jail time there or who are fighting, you need legal funds. They're getting, they're getting, um, they have all of these clearing houses set up for gathering the people's money to help support them. And then of course that just goes right back into the, the rogue system feeds the, the coffer. It's like a mafia, I guess you could call it like that. It's like how I imagine they're all kind of, in on it and it's 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 a sad time because if you know a lawyer um then you might know that they they know things but they don't want to admit it and they also are doctrinated but they are part of the problem because they comprehend the grammar fraud. They comprehend once they see one of chief's contracts or an amicus, they realize that things are subjective, that things are, that contracts can be interpreted in different ways. And it usually just goes on what the judge 
his opinion is he's just like, okay, well, you said this and you said this, so I'm going to make my best assessment of what happened here and uh, give you a my statement, and then clerk of courts puts their stamp on it and it's moves along, and then choice is made, and then legal funds are needed. I mean, it, it's just like a that's just like a repetitive system that is no bueno. So I have tried talking to some lawyers and they are probably almost a harder version of the fiction to get to comprehend, not because they don't can't get it, but because of the position that they have uh, taken. I don't know what it is. It, it, there's just something wired in their brain. Yeah, family members or good friends that have that position and they it's almost like they they can do everything else, but they can't get this part. Although I did hear Robert Barnes, I don't know if you guys heard that part where Robert Barnes said it's either gonna be seventeen is it gonna be seventeen seventy five or nineteen eighty four? And what did he mean by that? Is it either going to be 1775 or is it going to be 1984? Do you guys know what he meant by that? And Robert Barnes, Alex Jones's lawyer or whatever, he's always on there. But this is a pretty big statement from Robert Barnes. I was blown away. I'm like, oh, what did he when he said that? What do you guys think he was saying? What do you think his his knowledge level was? What was he? What was he trying? What point was he trying to get? It's either going to be 1775 or 1984. See, see me all typing. <laughs> Stand up or kneel, Holiday says. Stand up or kneel time. Well, okay, but take that a little further. It's either going to be 1775. He didn't say 1776. Okay, here we go. Jeremiah says, fight for freedom or be a slave? Slavery or no slavery? Sounds like a soft shout out to Chief. Yeah, totally. I think so. He got his amicuses from the task force. <laughs> Hopefully. He actually read it. But yeah. So before in 1775, they weren't yet slaves. They were they were on their way to trying to become free, I guess you could say, and, and set up a system. 1776 was when the day of the slaves because they, you know, they took a year to get their, their contracting rights. Uh, well, the, for the contract to be set in stone or whatever you want to call it. It's a, it takes a, a day, a year and a day and three days notice. Apparently that's the, nothing because law until one day, one year, you've heard chief say that before. So there's different timelines for different things, but they, they're on to it. I mean, I, I, pr I pray, I pray they, they are on to it. The they, the they, the fluencers out there. It's going to be 1775, and that was no slip. That was no slip. I mean, everybody on the Alex Jones knows 1776. 1775 is the, is where we're at with more of our setting up of the nation, where where we we have the whole world in front of us, where we have the whole 
all all potential, right? Or or so we thought. Anyway, who knows what really was going on in their minds? But in 1984, of course, the Orwellian slave, yeah, indoctrinating drones, yeah. So it's going to be a fight for freedom or a fight to the death because of a position that we have not we not you guys but that the that that the unknowing and unsuspecting have gotten themselves into sadly enough peter says i've been approached by an entity using the postmaster's basic profile picture yeah well i don't uh, I don't message anyone here, so it's all sh scammy. Telegram is is not perfect either, guys. I mean, <laughs> likely it's a bunch of agents running this Telegram show. I mean, we've been on 12,000 on Chief's Telegram channel for like, I don't know, now it's been almost three years. We've had it for maybe three and a half. <laughs> it's... it's Literally can't go any higher than 12,000. I'm like, really? Is that so? Uh-huh. Yeah, right. Someone's behind it, too, just like they are. I don't know if you're going to say that it's Russian. Well, then someone's behind them. So it's all the same people running the same crap, just trying to monitor everybody everywhere. Blah, 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 blah. Boring. Return to sender. Send back. I'm over it. Are you guys over it? <laughs> so dumb. Zachariah says, they literally tried to scam me while I was talking to Chief and Rachel. Yeah. So you guys just know that we would not contact you via Telegram unless like, I don't know, I know you personally or it's from like a, a workshop or something. Yeah. A lot of people don't know what Telegram is. I wish my folks would get on there. My family, I wish it's like, man, they still think the news is, is okay. <laughs> so sadly, sadly. So I, I hope that you guys got a little bit more closure on the timelines there. Like I said, we are coming out with more of a video timeline storyboard for you guys and then we're also going to have one with clips pieced together with all of the performances of chief and what he's done kind of put in there so it makes a little bit more sense and it's just about cutting breaking it down breaking it down breaking it down until we really 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 can digest it some of us need bigger enzymes than others so let's see here i do want to talk a little bit about the claim of the life although there's a lot of claimants on here but even if you're not a claimant or a postmaster as we call you with the claim of the life from for the claim of the life.com then you are welcome here because this is kind of the, the public broadcast channel. And it was really hard for me to just sit back and not 
see anyone fight for this venue and community. And I'm not one to typically do that, but I, you know, I, 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 it it takes time to acquire knowledge and comprehensions of what, what she's done and what's gone on and, and to be able to articulate it. And I, I'm not there yet fully, but I, I, I've seen some come in and, and some go from this venue and they're trying to, but it always seems to be some weird holdup or glitch or what I talked about in one of my podcasts prior was that got to get clear with your demons or else they will catch up to you. It is a real thing. Everybody's got to do the work because what happens is when, when I do the work, when you do the work, when chief does the work and, and it starts to elevate, and then you start to see that sh- that whole hologram shift around you and the world, then it's like people can get left in the dust. So it's, it's do or die time. And the only way, the only thing to do is grow or go. That's just how, that's just what happens. And sometimes you got to grow and go, but then maybe you come back. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's not a, it's not a one-way street all the time, hopefully, for some of us who actually have savable souls. For others, I don't know if that's that's the case. Some are just, there might be forgiveness, but it's it's still like time to go. <laughs> some of the, 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 the deeper bad actors out there. And who knows how much of it is real. I mean, it is all on Telegram and, and on TV. I mean, how do we know? I mean, maybe some of you guys are actually there. And yeah, I, I I see the invasion happening on my Telegram, of course. And sometimes I've seen it, little things, you know, where you're going out and you see, oh, this is that 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 someone has has crapped in the urinal. I mean, not me, because I don't go in the men's room, but I hear about that, you know, because there's, oh, okay, well, that's happening a lot now because the Arab Arab. Uh, uh, civil or the, I should say populations, they, they don't, they're not, or maybe it's Chinese, they're not accustomed to, to a toilet. And so we start to see forensics of things like that happening that are very crude and rude. And I get that, but, um, but that, but there are some little clues and crumbs that those things are a reality. Cause like I said, I mean, I don't, I don't, if a tree falls in a forest and I don't, I'm not there to witness it did it really happen? So I don't know how much of this is a, is a true story is it is a hologram is what, but the culling seems appears to be real. <laughs> the culling and the invasions, it seems to be like a real thing that they're really trying to disrupt right now with. And disturbing. So that's why it's, it's even more important now for us to, to, to stay on our path of sorting out ourselves first, getting ourselves in order, you know, tidy house kind of thing. Keep, get your feet on the ground before you can help others kind of thing. And I've always just been that type of person. And I've wanted to bring and really comprehend for myself what 
really just went down with what Chief did and what that means for all of us in this now space and, and to keep shifting it and breaking through the matrix because it's annoying. I'm just annoyed. I'm just annoyed with how the lies could, could go on. And I know you guys are too. I mean, this is just ridiculous enough. <laughs> Love the memes. So the claim of the life. So you may say, well, what is the claim of the life? Does anybody want to give it a shot? Shotsky in the chat. What is the claim of the life? While you guys are typing in there what you think the claim of the life is, then I just want to say all of these uh, little audios are archived on uh, the little Podbean or Postmasters portal that I have, little audio archive, and I do post that link. So if you want to listen to it again or share it with someone. And, you know, it's a work in progress. I'm, I'm working on it. I'm, I'm... Sometimes we do more of a Postmasters basic, which is just for the public and the claimants to just all come together and talk about what's going on in the uh, with the claim of the life, what it is, the venue and all that stuff, the facts of the venue. And then there's other spaces where we just like to talk about the now space news and go, go off like we did on the last one with the moon and demons purging of the demons for the purging of the demons is with the sanity by the postmaster. Okay, so claim of the life. What is it? Colin Derry says, nativity contract of one's body vessel, the one's body vessel. Colin Jonathan says, claim of the life is with the escape from the death cult birth certificate system. It's a position as a fact person. Yeah, I like that. I didn't, haven't really talked about the birth certificate system and how that was all bundled into the slavery concept. So they had to have a way to organize and manage their slaves. And so how did they do that? Well, they did that with the birth certificate. That's how they kept it all their house. It's how they kept their house tidy is with the birth certificate system. And they shipped their cargo all over with it via different useries, birth certificate, passport, blah, 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 blah. And so, so I like that. Yep. I wouldn't say it's an escape from per se, because I think that means that we're trying to escape something, but no, we're actually trying to claim something that we are born clean and free, clear and free with. We're, we, we're born as sovereigns, but it's somehow we got, I mean, we, we should be, but we somehow got duped as, as the very first words of piercing dynasty out of chief's mouth are, you know, I didn't, I didn't know this as a baby coming in. I was given that birth certificate and I didn't sign up for that. And I was like, yeah, but you were a baby. He's like, exactly. (laughs) So we didn't sign up for this. Like this wasn't our, we didn't, we didn't agree to contract this way. We, that is a slavery system. We were cast into it. 
So when we say claim of the life, we're claiming our living life. We're claiming our life as, as a, as a vessel, as a sovereign entity. And it's a con- our first contract claiming that in the new paradigm. Whereas your other, your other choice is to go back or just to stay, I suppose, into the uh, birth certificate system. And you could at one could ask, well, why can't I just get like, you know, certificate from the state nationals and stuff. And I say, well, go try good, good riddance and good luck. Right. It's bunny time. Bunnies. It's done. Sorry about that. Anywho. Um, So it's birth certificate system no more. It's over. It ended when um, Chief kicked that out of his system and started the claim of the life system. And and that and around that 1999 time period, all of that ended because he was the guy with the new program. He's the cool kid on the block and they weren't, they didn't, they didn't quite get it. They didn't quite get the, the, the monstrosity. I don't even want to say monstrosity because it's not a monster he created. The monstrosity that, that he took down. I think it was just like everything just fell into place. I mean, can you imagine? It just kept falling into place. And when you're on, when you're doing the right thing, then and God, the the universe lines up. That's just how it is. You know, when something's really easy, it's like just doors open. That's it. They open. That's, that was just, to me, that's kind of what happened to Chief. It's just like things just kept opening because it was correct and it was he was on his right, correct path for all of us. So you could ask, and we'll wrap it up here because we're at the top of the hour, a little past. But you could ask, you know, how how does... And please type in any questions you have before we wrap it up here to... Uh, to end with about the, the claim of the life as, as always you can go to for the claim of the life.com and learn a little bit more. There's a few little videos there that will help you comprehend and keep comprehending. And sometimes we, I get it, need to investigate a little bit more, but before we're ready to do something and make that step, but others of us just knew in our heart that we were ready. Uh, yeah, there's going to be, they don't want to hear about it, about chief. Sometimes they, they're, they might, yeah, I I get what you're saying. They've taken someone out. I kick someone out of a, one of the chat rooms. I mean, they don't want to hear about it. Some people are just hell bent on not hearing about it and that's fine. Let them move on. We just got to focus on, as Chief says, put the mask on yourself first and then your family. So that's going to be the, the biggest feat and then learning and studying. And then, uh, again, the hologram, as you shift 
people around you will shift. I mean, I don't even tell people about what it is exactly I do. And they'll start asking me questions like, what is it? You know, what, I mean, we might have full on conversations about it, but they'll start asking me questions. And that's where um, that always seems to work better than forcing it on someone. Evo says the honorable declaration that we are alive in a fictitious world using a venue outside of the Vatican's venues. Yeah. Well, I mean, again, we're not escaping. We're not in anyone else's purview as I've heard Alex Jones say this. He's like, they're in here with us. Well, maybe, but there's like all these different paradigms. And so we're kind of paradigm walkers. (laughs) Yeah. I think I think of it as more like, we're just kind of like, coexisting in different paradigms together at this right now. And so uh, just, just use caution with your verbiage of how you want to convey that it's, it's all you, but um, I just think it, it is. uh, It doesn't take some practice on all of our parts to, to get the verbiage down, how we convey our lives as, as claimants. Just looking at some of the questions here as we wrap up. Um, well, Kimberly's saying, you know, people don't like to get attitude for asking for a question for help. Yes. And I, and I get that. And like I said, some of us, including myself, I'm, I, you know, I, am very sensitive to energy. So sometimes what happens is a lot of people come in really hot and heavy and think they know it all and blah, blah, blah. And then that just sets me off right there. And so I was having this conversation with another pointy postmaster and they, they were like a, uh, we have to, so not only are we, some of the Pointees volunteers, but they have to be like suddenly uh, martial artist experts to wax off and wane the the energy that people are don't even realize they're coming at with. And so there's that. There, I'm not saying in every situation, but sometimes there's there's an attack happening energetically, or there's there's an ego happening, and so we're just up against a lot. And but as I as I told, as you guys may, you want to go back and listen to my demon stories as I have uh, made peace with my demons and they have gone, uh, it has allowed me to elevate, which makes me stronger in my now space, which allows me to be a container that is not as affected by that bullshit, quite honestly, because none of us need it. And um, additionally, we're not here to be your babysitters. So is there attitude? Yes. Are we all going to get along? I don't think so, but do we want knowledge? Yes. And sometimes um, I've had other conversations about this with some of the other postmasters where they're like, I just couldn't hear what you were saying or whatever, but I've had some time to like go reflect on it or whatever. And I'm just like, wow, I see it's, it's, there's something in me. And it's like, yeah, it's all us. It's all our own shit. So we've just been indoctrinated into it from a system that has told us that we have to get emotional or react or do something that may 
um, not concur with, with where, what we want and how we want it. But, um, and so because we're not getting that, we, you know, have problems and I get it. Like I said, even I am learning and growing and that's all we can ask for. But I will say that you shouldn't give up because somebody else, I mean, that that's, that's on you then, because if you're just going to give up because you didn't like how you got spoken to one time or something, well, I mean, what, so if chief talks to you that way, you're just going to give up. Maybe he's got a point, you know what I'm saying? If it's, if it's, so I would just say, go meditate on it, move past it. I have a 24 hour rule. I, I like to, it's a little bit harder, obviously with some of us, cause we're not as available, but I maybe go journal about it and, and, and just move that energy. And if the energy's sticking, if anything's chronic, then I, I, I feel that it's, it's usually a demon or something, it's something bigger and it's, it's, it's a grow or go time. So, um, there's a lot of, there's a lot of um, stuff that comes not only at Chief, but at me and at the pointees. And we, we have to be we have to be on our toes at all times. There's a lot of agents. There's things you don't know about. There was just, there's, <clears throat> there's just a lot of stuff that <clears throat> we can't sit here and explain to you guys. So, but yeah, I get it. I mean, but it's not all shits and giggles. Or unicorns and fairies, you know what I mean? So, but yeah, I mean, I like, I like the idea of being able to hold my vessel, hold my container and push out my auric field a lot stronger, being stronger in my now space, keeping that really, that, that program really, really, really um, strong. And then I'm not as affected. And so not bothered by mundane questions personally. I mean, that's just me, but I know some of the others, um, they, they're, they have their technique as well. So. Jonathan's asking about closure on the claim of the life site for where to get dollar stamps. No, from per chief, we're not allowed to be coaching you on your fiction purchases. So unfortunately you're going to have to, um, get, get savvy with, uh, with your web searching. Sorry, sorry, not sorry. These are just things that you have to comprehend where the fiction begins and where the fiction ends or where the facts begin. So it's like trying to get us over and over and over and over and over again with the same question to traverse into a fiction mindset. So just keep that in mind. That's another, that's another addition to the topic I was just talking about. It's like, we can't traverse or we, yeah, we have to stay. Yeah. I'll just leave it there. Looking at some of these questions before we wrap it up. Maria says, do we need to return the social security number or I don't know 
what that means, again, this is a fiction question. So I, uh, we, we've been indoctrinated to think that we need to obey and be slaves to a fiction system. Well, it's not to say that you don't have to obey your driving laws or in your community or what have you, but if you don't, then make sure you programmed your now space. Chief's talked about that before. All right. I'm just looking at your your comments here, guys. Well, I'm not, uh, Marie, I'm not sure entirely what you're asking, but I will say that once you get through your putting your quantum claims on your fiction usuries, like your license, then you are working in conjunction with that uh, to control your, with that usury to control your, to direct your mail. I know it sounds a little bit underwhelming, <laughs> but it is, a, it is a really valuable tool. And um, one that Chief's teaching us all right now to be d- directing our mail and be, stay on top of that. And, you know, if, I've heard stories, people, oh, you, you got served something. Oh, you did. Well, wh- how, how did you get served something if you didn't get it? Right. How did you get that? How did you get that serve? If you didn't actually get it, well, did you? The tree falls in the forest. Did you get it? I don't know. You're going to have to figure that out for yourself. If you if you go onto a website and say, "Oh, well, it's right here," well, then you have knowledge and you have closure on that, and now you're following down the fiction rabbit hole of something that someone said you had, and you know what I'm saying. So, the, so these are the fiction traps. So make sure that. Well, my point was that directing your mail is is a, is a is a genuinely valid and amazing tool. So, putting quantum claims on things don't let's let's give it the praise and, and honor for the and the specs that it deserves because it's 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 highly highly valuable tool. Once you learn how to do that, and and so. People want to rush through that and ask all these other questions and this and that, but I mean, like, that's, that's just the first step when you, when you get your claim of the life is to learn how to put your quantum claims and how to direct your mail. Well, it's not only is it bunny time, but it's feeding time at this place. So I think that we are... Good. I think we are complete. I appreciate your comments, lots of them. Just looking through, there's quite a few here. All right. Well, it sounds like you guys are complete as well our questions have wrapped up and we will continue on in future now spaces okay guys appreciate you thank you for participating in our commentary here tonight i really appreciate it it helps me carry the energy energy for 
the calls and keep doing what you're doing. Ciao, guys.